You're listening to a podcast from Victory. God causes people to be salt and light by making a positive impact in our communities. Learn more about this truth in week two of our series, Redefined. Why Sermon of the Mount is still relevant is because of the widespread nominalism. Nominalism means that Christianity only applies on a Sunday or every time that you're inside the church. Nakadepartamentalize yung buhay. Itong buhay ko sa trabaho, buhay ko lang yan. Ito sa bahay. Ito. Christianity is pang church lang yan. No, it's not. It's not. still very, very, very much relevant today. Our text for today is found in Matthew 5, verse 13 to 16. Verse 13. You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. But on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Three things... Uh, three things I want to accomplish today, but learning how we are to be salt and light, how we have to redefine our lives as salt and light. Okay? Redefine, redefine our calling. Everybody say calling. All of us, we have a calling. Okay? It's not just the pastors. All of us have a calling. Then we redefine our choice, how we make choices. If we understand our calling, if we embrace our calling, our choice has to also be redefined. Kailangan magbago rin siya. Hindi na pareho nung dati. And then also, redefine our cause. Our cause is why are we doing this? What is it for? Who is it for? So that you would understand if it's hitting that mark. If you're actually doing what God has called us to do. Salt. Okay, salt. Alam naman natin ng salt, di ba? Asin. Salt. What, what, what is it for? You are the salt of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Amin mo katabi mo. Maasim, maalat. Mukhang inaalat or mukhang may asim. You are the salt of the earth. Salt has many uses. Preserve, revive, protect, enhance, soften, and heal. For the sake of this preaching, we'll be focusing on three things. Three things about salt. Preserve. First is preserve. What is it, what is it for? Okay, preserve and then enhance and then heal. Preserve. What is preserve? In the context of... of, of, of when, the, when, the, when this was given, when, when Jesus spoke about this, there's no refrigeration yet. Wala pang ref. Actually, wala pang ice. No, no, no ice yet. So whatever they do, they would do with food, it, is that they would rub it with salt to preserve it. It's to preserve something. And then and the salt has to be rubbed into the food. Can you imagine meat? Talaga nirarub mo siya. Because it has to penetrate penetrate even the deepest the deepest part of the meat you have, it has to have that penetration penetrate to preserve it it's used as something to, to, to preserve something Jesus now is telling us yes there's a lot of corruption in the world right yes there's a lot of darkness yes we have so many complaints about what, what, what this world is but are you doing your part context nito ah again let's go back to the context Jesus was telling us about the Sermon of the Mount, He was telling this to disciples. 
Yung mga nasa, out, nasa outskirts na nakikinig, puro kristyano yun. Committed people that went out the mountain to listen to Jesus. So the context is like us, Christians. Yun yung context. So all of us are to be called as salt of the earth. We have to make sure that we preserve what's there, not make it spoil. Making sure that it wouldn't spoil because we are like that salt. I remember David Livingston. David Livingston is one of a um, British a missionary who went to Africa. He died in Africa because of malaria, I think. And when he died, his body has to be shipped back to England. He's actually buried in Westminster Abbey now. But before he was, he, he was sent, he was preserved with ice. There was no, uh, uh, no, sorry, not ice. Wala pang ice noon. Ang ginamit nila is salt. Instead of, instead of putting him in a cool chest, he was put in a chest full of salt. What I'm saying here is that when we live out the gospel in our lives, it acts like that salt that preserves. Love what Pastor Allen said earlier, that the gospel is not just for us. We use it in our lives so that we are salt to the earth. Do we penetrate? Do we, are we able to penetrate our culture and community? Iba-ibang, iba-ibang case to. If you're a student in school, do you stand up for your conviction? Or if somebody said, okay, because of peer pressure, do this, do this. Bully, bully this person. Bully this person. Why? Because I want to be in. In the office. Nearing your quota. Ano gagawin mo? Cut corners. Why? Sayang naman yung quota. Lord, Para puto sa pamilya ko. Dinamay mo pa si Lord at ang pamilya mo. You have to stand up for your conviction. You have to make sure that you, you, you preserve. What if somebody learned about what you did? Ay, Kristiano pa naman siya. Siya yung una-unang nagka-cut corners. When, when we're facing test, do we easily fold up? We should not fold up. Why? His grace is more than sufficient. It is already Christ who lives in me. I'm no longer that weak person. Though I am weak, He is strong. Or when challenges come our way, we are like the Bible that, what's written in the Bible that warns us, warns us that do that, we should not cause others to stumble. You iba ayaw na. Yayayin mo sa church, ayaw ko, bakit? Kung mag-church lang ako, pareho ako sa'yo, wag na lang. We are to be the salt of the earth. I love this um, story about uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Remember them? Daniel 3. They're, they're asked to head the certain provinces in Babylon. And during the time of King Nebuchadnezzar, he built a, 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 a golden statue and he asked everybody should worship that statue. But these three said, no, we are only loyal to our God. And we're not going to bow down and worship any other God. But King Nebuchadnezzar, it's going to cost you your life. I'm going to put you in a fiery furnace. You know, these three, they're, they're only boys. Between 13 to 15 years old. You know what they did? They said, it's okay. If you're going to put us in a fiery furnace, it's okay. Because I'm sure that my God will redeem me. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, O Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If this be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and He will deliver us out of your hand, O King. They they, they were firm. They stood their ground. 
This is our conviction. This is who we are. This is our God. We will not face and we will not worship and we will not bow down to any other God. You know what happened? Next day, King Nebuchadnezzar, after putting them in the fire furnace, got out, hurried to check how they were going. Hinihintay niya na maging parang ano na sila, lechon manok. But they, he, he was so amazed that instead of three dead, it was three alive and another person. Another person. And he knew all along, King Nebuchadnezzar, remember, remember, yung binantaan na sila, sila, binaliktad, sila pantatlon, gave him a threat that our God could save us. And their God, God came there in the fiery furnace and saved them. To end this story, Nebuchadnezzar answered and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and delivered his servants, who trusted in him and set aside the king's command and yielded up their bodies rather than serve and worship any god except their own. Therefore, I, King Nebuchadnezzar, decree any people, nation, or language that speaks anything against the god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be torn limb from limb and their houses laid in ruins, for there is no other god who is able to rescue in that way. Are you preserving the name of the Lord? As salt of the earth, we are representing the name of the Lord. It's that heavy, and it's true. Next use of salt is to enhance. Everybody say enhance. Enhance. Enhance means we ought to cause a spiritual thirst for Jesus Christ. That when, when you post something in, in, in the social media, they would see, they would know, okay, there's always this joy in this person. I want that. There should be a thirst out there and say, okay, I want that. I need that. What does he have? What does she have? As, as, as salt, as a condiment, it should bring spice and zest to life. The bland is made savory. Yung, yung, yung walang lasa sumasarap. The unpalatable becomes a delight. When you eat it, there's a different taste. I remember uh, b- before coming up on stage, Pastor Alan, uh, you know he's a great chef. Okay, I love I love when he cooks, but he's a great cook. And I, and I love it when he, he reminded me that every time you make chocolate, for the chocolate to be really good, chocolate, cocoa, very sweet, you have to add salt. Every time, you have to add salt. If you're cooking or, or baking something that's of chocolate, chocolate cupcake, chocolate cake, anything chocolate, you have to add salt. To enhance the flavor. Believers, that's us. We must be salty not only because, they are, because we are righteous, but because we live a life that is alive. When people see you, it has to be alive. It has to be full of zest, full of life. Not just we just proclaim and proclaim, proclaim because, but it's, it is not shown in our life. They have to be attracted to Jesus through our lives. Let me remind also here that too much salt is not good. Yes, high cholesterol, high blood, the works. Because too salty brings out legalistic lifestyle. Self-righteous lifestyle. Self-righteous means, buti pa ako, hindi niyo ako kaya. Buti pa may God ako. You understand? 
We have to enhance, not, not shoo them away. They have to be attracted. We should not be sending in them off and be scared. Last use for salt is to heal. We are to heal relationships. We are to heal people. We are to heal, heal our land. We give hope. Healing part here. You, you know this, right? Pag may singaw, ano unang kinukuha? Wag tawas, okay? Yung iba talaga tawas, di ba? But salt. Salt. I remember, uh, uh, before, whenever I have a sore throat, my mom would, would, would prepare warm water and a lot of salt. Rock salt pa nga eh. Wag daw iodize. Rock salt. Okay, then, I, I would have to gargle it. It's for healing. It's to give comfort. Jesus came here on earth to heal. Not to condemn. Never to condemn. To save us. To give us hope. As salt of the earth, we are the ministers of those of reconciliation. We are to heal. Hindi yung tayo pang nagbubudbud ng ano, nagdadagdag pa sa apoy. Usok pa lang, tayo yung nag-i-spark. Being salt of the earth brings healing to everyone and to any place that you're in. John 3 verse 17 said, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. Through Him. Salt. Uh, we have to redefine how we live now as salt. Salt does not change in composition. Something, something uh, scientific, okay? Salt does not change in composition. The only way na magbabago yung composition ng salt, ng salt, the only way for salt to, to change is if diluted. Pag may hinalo ka to mask the, 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 the flavor. But if not, it will never change its appearance or its taste. We dilute it. How do we dilute it? What are the things we allow to come into Christian's life that dilutes the testimony or life of disciple? There's so many things that we add. Okay? It's, it's plain. It's simple. It's honor Him. Love God. Love His people. Love God. Love His people. Share God's Word. Share love. Share healing. Share our resources. But there's so many things that we add. This passage actually makes it very clear that the church is not, is not to ignore the society, but to actively work and change it. We are the agent of change. Being the salt of the earth, we are to change our society. But do we preserve it? Next is we re- redefine. Assault, we need to redefine our choice. Okay? Our choice. Assault, if there's no contact, there's no impact. If there's no contact, there's no impact. If, 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 to be a preservative, hindi lang pwedeng papatong mo lang yan, papatong mo yan. Kailangan mamasahin mo yan so it would actually penetrate. Salt, what do you do? You have to, you have to put salt. If salt is left inside the shaker, salt, no contact, there's no impact. It's useless. You know, there's actually a very, very expensive salt. They call it, they call it the amethyst bamboo salt. This this from Korea, 276 US dollar per pound. Per pound. Parang 10 pesos lang yung Gina salt ko na ginamit ko kanina. But most expensive salt kept in a bottle is useless. Right? Right? No contact, no impact. We are to rub into the society, the community, the nation. The murkiest of the murkiest, the, 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 the hardest of the hardest. Kapag inaano natin, di ba, tinitenderize natin? You have to put salt to tenderize, to make it soft. You know what's the 
you know that we are actually the most important, the most expensive salt. Why? Because Jesus paid for our very lives with His own life. We are the most expensive salt. And are we using it? Are we putting it to good use? Are we being salt of the earth? I remember last Mother's Day, um, Mother's Day, it was after, Mother's Day was a Sunday. On a Monday, on their day off, Pastor Alan and Francis went to uh, the Women's Correctional. They went to Women's Correctional to celebrate Mother's Day with them. To make sure that they give hope. To give healing. To enhance their life. Their life is, inside the Correctional, it's not happy. But they try to enhance it with the Gospel. Not just bringing gifts, but praying over them. We are to preserve. They went to the, they went to the correctional where nobody... You want, you want a field trip to the correctional? Anybody here? Well, well, yes, I want to go. I want to go. No. But we ought to go. Pag-pray nyo lang. Uh, because of that, Ate Emi and, and her team has request, requested us now to go back to the correctional and do one-to-one and do victory weekend for them. They want to be baptized. Pag-pray nyo, hindi namin alam paano. But you know what? We, we, we ought to go. Alan, we, we ought to go. You ought to go. No, we'll go, we'll go. Because we are the salt of the earth. Next is our calling as light. We are the light. Bible said, You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. What is light? What is that light for? How did we get light? Okay, I want to get light. I want to be light. Di nyo parin gets, no? Nastuck kayo dun sa alat, no? Magigets nyo mamaya yung alat. Okay, I'll post it. In... 1 John 1 verse 5 said, God is light. In Him, there is no darkness at all. Not, not an iota, not an ounce, no darkness. Darkness is not allowed. Because God is light. He is light. Jesus is our source of light. He is the source of light. We're science. Let's go back to science. Para tayong moon. We don't have our, our, a light of our own. We are actually just reflecting light. And that light comes from Jesus. Now, how to redefine our lives now as salt, and, uh, as, as salt and light? Because now we know that our source of light is Jesus. We have to be holy. We have to be pure. We have to be under His Lordship to reflect that light to others. Are you being a good light? You know, there's two things that we do with light. We either reflect it or we deflect it. You understand? Reflect is we're, we're, we're being like a mirror, it reflects. Or sometimes it deflects. If there's sin in our lives, if there's things that, 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 that we want to hide because we don't want to get exposed because it's not holy, it's, it's, it's not of God, then we deflect that light. If we don't live a, a, a life with integrity, purity and holiness, that light cannot penetrate. It won't penetrate. John 8 verse 12 said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. 
Before I go on, are you still in darkness? Or are you now in the kingdom of light? You know, there are some people who would rather stay in darkness because of sins that they're trying to cover up, to embrace, because they feel that they're happy there in a cave instead of coming out. The greatest tragedy is not the darkness in the world because it's so dark. We're saying that it's getting darker and darker. But the greatest tragedy is how people choose darkness over light. Because we would like to just stay there and and, and, and be happy on our own, doing our own thing. Thinking that as, as far as I'm concerned, it's not hurting anyone. As far as I'm concerned, if it's not exposed, then it's not hurting anyone. It's hurting the one through God. It's hurting His name. Why? Because we represent His name. Redefining our lives as salt and light, saying, okay, away with this, none with this, because I want to live a son and under the kingdom of light. What is light for? Light for light is for illumination. It has to illuminate the place. Your light shines brightest where it is what? It is darkest. Our light, our light would shine so big when we are in the darkest place. I, I, I have this um, I have this night light. In, in, in a room, our nightlight is only 1.5 watts, yung, 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 yung light, yung bulb, LED bulb. One night, um, I forgot to turn it on before I turned off the, the, the room lights. And accidentally, when I turned off our, our room lights, there was an LED that says the temperature, sa aircon namin. So, lumabas doon, nakalagay doon 24. And accidentally, I found out, I told my wife, whoa. This, this, this small light, you know, air conditioning, air, air conditions light, they, they, they have a temperature. So when I forgot to turn on a night light, that was the only light in our room. But it was still bright enough. It was still bright enough. Why? Because even in the darkest, 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 darkest place, a small light would shine bright. My prayer is that we are that. We are that person. I don't know our different situation. Maybe in your school, maybe in your home, you're the only Christian. Maybe in your office, everybody's like doing their own stuff. But my prayer is that you would hang on to that light because you are the only light there. And your source is greater than any other source because it's Jesus Christ. The farthest, the farthest star that you can see is uh, 16,308 light years away. V762 Cas. It's so far, but still, you can see it with your naked eye. Why? Because even in the darkest place, a small light can shine bright. Same as our little faith. We know that our little faith can move mountains, right? Everybody say amen. Amen. But whatever God places, wherever God places us, we can make a difference even in a dark, dark world. Because Jesus illuminates us. Jesus gives us that light. Jesus is our source of light. Next use for light is attraction. Bible says we also use the light that God has given us eventually as a city on a hill will be seen and drawn to men. That people will get attracted. People will say, yes, I want to be a Christian. Yes, I want to know Jesus. Yes, I want to do one-to-one. Yes, I want to do Victory Weekend. Yes, I want to be baptized. Because it it was attracted to light. My prayer is that we can represent that light. 
We are that light. And Jesus is our source. Something scientific I found out. You, you get, with what happened in, that, in, in, in our room, I found out that the, the, the littlest light, yung pinakamahinang ilaw, it can actually, because the, the room is so dark, your iris would actually contract. It would, it would try to contract and, and, and fit the place. And when there's light, the, the, the iris would open so big that it would absorb all the light. Are you absorbing all those light? Or are we deflecting it? Are we reflecting the light of Jesus? Or are we deflecting it? Matthew 5 verse 16, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Redefining our choice as light in the world to direct them. Not to us, but direct for people to see our good, good works and to inch them closer to Jesus. It's actually to direct them to Jesus. Direction, direct them to God. Do we? I remember um, starting as a Christian, I always ask my, my small group leader, my victory group leader, and I say, okay, how? So, and I always tell him, Edwin, you know, I, I've done so many things in this world. I don't know how to start it right. I don't, whenever you tell me, preach the gospel to my family, how can I preach the gospel to my family? How can I show and share love to my family? I, I, I don't know how. Small steps that he told me, Small steps, he told me with, with, with a verse that he said, you are, God's word is the light upon my feet and the lamp upon my path. He has to show us direction. Do you start with God's word? Go back to it, to the basic. Know what your life is for. Know who is it for. So many times we hide, we try to hide, hide the lamp. Like, like, like that picture. We try to hide it with a basket. How do we hide the light? When we become quiet, when we should speak. When everything around you is, 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 is doing things, they're either worried, either out of fear, and then you keep quiet. Rather than standing in your conviction. When you go along with the crowd, you don't have integrity. You don't know that, that His grace is sufficient, that you go with the flow. Or you deny the light. I remember this, this person, Paul, um, used to be called Saul. He was persecuting Christians, left and right. Left and right, he was persecuting Christians. But I love the, the, the figure, of, the, the, the metaphor that happened to him. Because his, he was blinded, maybe by power, by greed. But later on, those scales in his eyes, on, on the way to Damascus, he was blinded. And when those scales were removed from his eyes, he saw light. He turned around 100%. And instead of persecuting Christians, he became one of the ardent supporters of Jesus Christ. And even wrote almost one-third of our Bible. Paul. So do not say, you don't know where I am. You don't know how, sin, how, how sinner I am. If you let that light shine into your hearts, God could use you as light. Let me end with this. Please, please do not take pictures of, 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 of this. this. This picture is... Um, it's taken in Marawi. Uh, some of our uh, church leaders and, and victory group leaders went there to help out. They helped out in Marawi, sent, sent, sent relief packs, goods, and, and, and medical assistance to Muslims. Marawi is the only Muslim city 
in the Philippines. In Mindanao and in the Philippines. The only, the only 100% Muslim. So they went there to share that love. They opened up something. And that was so radical when they say, we are Christians, we love Muslims. They're there to, sh- to open the eyes to see. And they're there as beacon of hope, beacon of light. One of the sultans that, that were actually there uh, posted this in his social media and said, I am a Muslim and I love Jesus. Scales can be removed. Hatred can be removed when we represent that light. Do, want, do we want to be that salt and light? Can I ask everybody to stand up? John Stott said, if we Christians are indistinguishable from non-Christians, we are what? We are useless. We are to be like that, that verse in Matthew, Matthew 5 where it said, we are to be that salt, when it salt, loses its saltiness, thrown away, discarded, put in garbage, trampled upon by our very feet. So Father, I pray this. Lord, that we will be salt and light. Lord, let me start, Lord God, by asking if there are things hindering us from being salt, from being light. If there are things, Lord God, instead of preserving our lives, preserving our lives, is actually hindering our lives in our, our, in our dedication to you, in our worship to you. Father, remove it right now in the name of Jesus. Whether it be sin, whether it be a wrong mindset, whether it be idolatry, whatever it is, Maybe it's sin of the past. Lord, I pray, Lord God, Lord, that each and every one of us is made new because of the very blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Do you pave a way through your son, Jesus? Father, I pray right now for each one of us. Wherever we are, in our offices, in our schools, in our, in our homes, in our community, let us be salt and light. Lord, let us be healer. Let us be comforter. Lord, I even pray, Lord God, Lord, that we will gain boldness to the Holy Spirit. Give us that power. Let us be, that, let us be the, those witnesses, Lord God. And Lord, let us be unashamed of being the bearer of the gospel. Thank you, Lord God. Lord, I even pray, Lord, that there will be a different mindset. Lord, that we would look unto your word, look unto every promise. Not just read your word, meditate on it, and live it out in our lives, Father. So thank you, Father. Lord, we also pray, Lord, that as we go through this 14 more weeks, Lord, we're our aim, Lord God, is that the Sermon at the Mount is very much alive and relevant today. It would change our hearts. It would change our lives. It would change our mindset. And Lord, we pray, Lord God, that we will be that agent of change. Because we are salt and light. Because our light, the very source of our light is only you, Jesus. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like these from other Victory Centers, please visit victory.org.ph resources podcast.